I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello, David. Hello, Tim, and welcome to Stalking Time for the Moon Boys. I noticed I didn't reintroduce you last time, and that sort of got over the problem oh. that we often have, where I say, with, with me, it, David Baddiel, and you screw up with saying... Tim, with, with me, with Tim. Yeah, with exactly. You screw up like you're doing now. <laughs> uh, in a way that started, I think, as a genuine inability to introduce yourself, mm. and now has become self-conscious and but, quite clearly uh, contrived. But well, I didn't do it last. No, week. and I was thinking, is that because we haven't done it for a long time? Well, no, it's partly we because we said hello at exactly the same time. So okay. I kind of felt that covered the hello. Yeah. I also think, if you're listening to this, I mean, yeah. it's possible that you've come to it very late, but you probably know yeah. that it's with me, Dave Baddiel. A me, Tim. <laughs> exactly. You probably know that. So yeah. we can skip it, can't we? Yeah, but I think when you watch the two Ronnies, who mm. I think I've heard as compared to many, many times, times, yeah, as in they were so much better than us, yeah. that's the, generally the comparison yeah. I hear, is that they still introduced each other in a slightly funny way, good night for me, and you knew it was coming, but you sort of, so I think our but I think our catchphrase is, with me, David Baddiel, and with me, Tim Hinks, in the way, and it's good night for me, and it's good night from him, was the catchphrase of the two Ronnies. I don't, but it's, like, it's if not you're, up there, If you're a massive wise. pop star, a rock star, yeah. And you end a concert, don't you go, 
I've been. Does this yes. happen? I've and been I, out with I, John. I sometimes still you, say I've been David Baddiel. Good night. And I kind of think like, yeah, why am I doing that? Because right. why are you doing that? Because people probably know that by the time. I mean, if they didn't know it, it's not, weird that they're there. It's certainly weird they don't know yeah. it after two hours of. of well, that's what comedy. I'm getting at. Really, it's just a sort of formality. It's a punctuation thing. Yeah, I think. and also they can't see us. So for all they know. You know, yeah, it's also it's worth not confirming. You, it's a Tim Hinks impersonator. Yes, it's worth we, there are quite a few now on the market. Exactly. And yeah. also, there probably is someone out there. there. Well, sorry. There definitely is someone who sounds almost identical to me. I don't know who it is. There'll be someone out there, won't there? Yeah, I like, wonder who that is who sounds identical to It's someone to we've you. never met, right? But there'll be someone who you could find whose voice is indistinguishable from mine. Yeah, although you've got quite a distinctive voice. But, but you'd think... Yeah. Do you not get on, it's not so much now, but I do this, certainly when we could get on tubes in a sort of routine way, particularly on the tube, because often the tube, tube has a sort of high concentration of faces, doesn't it? Mm. I mean, obviously attached to bodies, yeah. but in, in one go. And I used to look at faces, and I'm looking forward to when I can do this again, and think, it's absolutely extraordinary that How everybody's faces face is are. different. Yes. And not just different in the carriage, mm. sort of intra-carriage, if you like, yeah. but... You can go on that carriage a million times and it can be different people and still no one quite looks like... I know people look a bit like someone else, but they don't really look... You know. It is very amazing that humans have an ability to distinguish one face from another when faces actually, in terms of what's on them, are very, there's very, very similar. Few, there's, I mean, what there's, are the levers? A mouth, a nose and... And eyes. Right. But and not, there's face not, shape. There's not much to play with, is there? Ears, hair. <laughs> Hair's a big deal. Okay, but... But yeah, okay. no, no, there's a, How many types of, of hair are there? It's, it's actually Three. T- tiny increments of difference, but humans are very alive to them. And this reminds me of something I often think, <laughs> which is people who don't believe in evolution, yeah. of which there are some, why do they think that animals have got faces like ours? Like, why do they R- think that's the case? Because God put them there. But why would God do that? Bored? Well, that seems odd. Like, why? Why did he no, do but- it? Like, What's the face thing you're well, getting the, at? Well, animals look quite like us. Like, even when I look at my cat, I think it's got the same basic idea, two oh, eyes, okay. a nose and a mouth, or whatever. And therefore, where's that well, Darwinian... Anyway, they're related to us. Oh, we're all see. from the same Sorry, basic genome, us and all the animals. Yeah. Are all from the same basic yeah. genome. That's why... Great Dexy's song, that, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, they've got, uh, that's why they've got the same faces. Uh, essentially, that's why we all got the same right. two eyes, nose and a mouth thing. You know, you have to go really far into... A frog? Oh, even frogs have got two eyes and nose. Yeah, and a mouth. okay. Right, that that basic structure is because we're uh, all from the, every life on Earth. I see you getting it. All evolved from the same basic. Yeah. Amoeba. By the way, we I all, believe that. Sorry, I'm just yeah, not, yeah. you're not converting. Yeah, me. but 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 it's a it's an interesting. If you believe, like, I don't know quite why God created the animals. If if you don't believe in evolution, well, I suppose what they would say is, um, Someone, yeah, well, Picasso's work always was always quite similar. That's well, what God does. He, well, he, he loves put, faces. Well, he put eyes all over the place and <laughs> okay, noses and mouths. But you know so, what I mean? Like, yeah, all of McCartney's work is a bit like that. But, what, but why did God create the animals? If it, assuming that it, evolution is, doesn't exist, if you're an idiot, yeah, what what? Why did God create all those animals? Like I did read once, someone told me, and it's always stuck in my mind that God created most animals as mates for Adam because he created Adam first okay. right sure didn't doesn't create Eve for a bit right instead he oh, tries he out yeah. a bunch of other things that Adam might like yes. before he makes a woman yes. who's really more like Adam than yes. the other ones and Adam names the animals as they come to him and that's one reason this person told me I think he's quite young 
that some animals have got quite strange names because he was quite annoyed at the idea of this animal being his mate. So, for example, he, this big fat animal suddenly right. appears and he goes, Hippopotamus, because he really right. doesn't okay. want to have sex with that. <laughs> and that's the name okay. that God gives it, apparently. That does seem quite convincing. Yeah, it's very convincing. Um, but you could equally argue, I'm not, I am absolutely a Darwinian, so don't, you know, but yeah. you could e- just, just sort of help the argument. You could equally say, well, why didn't God create the Zagatron? Is that like Zepatron? <laughs> like a big TV that's, company. You should say that's a reference to a label on, in a TV company. Yeah, yeah. Just for those that do. No, what I mean is there are things that God didn't. You could say, why did He create the animals? Well, think of all the things He could have created that didn't. I mean, He didn't. So He just. What is the Zagatron well, in your mind? Thing, well, the honest truth is, <laughs> yeah. Zagatron is, is not is, is a name I have referenced before. Oh, have you? Okay. <laughs> because when I was. Is this going to be a childhood story? No, well, it's just when I was late teens. Yeah. I remember being slightly upset. This is quite a long time after the Skeletric disappointment. <laughs> it was, for listeners of the last podcast. I remember thinking, the only disappointing thing about being born now, because broadly being, well, you know, or being alive in the, as it was then in the 80s, you know, I, was, I, I, was, I had a pretty early, I think, recognition that life was getting better. So it was better than being born in Victorian times. and Right. Than, yeah. So it's a good time. Recently it's got worse. Well, it's not brilliant at the moment, yeah. but I think overall it's probably it's, it's, be, it's better to have COVID now than twenty years ago. Isn't it? Yes. Anyway, I remember thinking the only thing is the music I like, you know, like the Beatles, for example. They were experiment. You know, suddenly they're playing with a sitar, and isn't that amazing? And no one had ever done it before, and putting classical music. In the and now there's not only no combinations of music that will surprise people. That's mm. just a bit disappointing. Mm. There's also never going to be a new instrument. Is that what the Zagatron is? And I thought. I remember talking to my friend Piers and saying, we should invent, it's the Zagatron. And what does it look like? Well, it's by definition incredibly hard to come up with what it looks like, isn't it? Because it'll only be like, well, it's So have you actually got something in mind? Because I have something here. It's part guitar, it's part piano. Right, oh, is it? But that's just a piano and a guitar. Okay, so Dean Friedman, do you know who it is? I feel like I do, but Dean Friedman sung... Uh, thank your lucky stars. Okay. And you can yeah. thank your lucky stars that we're right. not as smart as we yeah. like to think we are, which for younger listeners, which you don't have. I remember a different tune. but Yeah, yeah. no, it was that tune. Uh, was a novelty hit uh, in, a bit unfair if Dean's listening to this, but anyway, in about 1983. Right. And he was on my sitcom, my much not watched sitcom, mm. The Deal Syndrome. Haven't seen uh, it. It's a hilarious episode. The idea is that Dean Freeman plays in the local club. Right. And it, all the characters go and see it, and they ironically join in with the song. And then Dean sees them, and he meets them afterwards, and he thinks they're big fans, and they right. have to pretend to be okay. fans of Dean Freeman right, right. for the entire show. But anyway, Dean himself is, is on it, uh, is on the show, and he's a very nice bloke. I found out, as he told me, that he makes weird instruments okay. for children, right? And I'm going to see if I can find... Which are like now. hybrids of... Yeah, and they're called things like the Google Humph. Okay. Um, but I'm going to see if I can... I'm interested to hear what he's got, but I don't... That feels like... Am I wrong about this? That's using existing instruments to create new... And uh, The Music Atrium is a collection of giant, whimsical, musical instruments. Okay, look, I'm going to have to actually play the okay. video. I'm sorry about this. So, Dean Friedman Productions. Here we go. Let's see if we can. The music eight. So, what do we got here? A musical playground for kids. Can you hear this at all? This is in England, apparently. The Children's Music Museum in Halifax. Oh, yes, okay. The Booble. What you can hear at the moment are the Booble, the Honkblatt, 
the boing da boing, right. the jingle jingle, the jingle lingle lily, the tone stones, and the laser harp. And unbeknownst to me, they actually exist in a in Halifax. That is extraordinary. And there are people in Halifax yeah. at this museum. So right. like, yeah, you you <laughs> you can come here <laughs> and you can see the Dean Friedman musical instruments. You can see the Hubble Black. And the Zagatron. Not since I lived in Newcastle <laughs> have I seen. <laughs> but terrible I noise. think that's amazing. Noise. That's really interesting. But what I think that does is prove my point. Yeah, that it's really hard to make a new musical. Yeah, instrument. and that what he's doing brilliantly by the sound is basically doing combinations. But if someone did a whole album using that stuff, yeah. you'd think, yeah, that's a bit like Pet Sounds. You know, like yeah. it's not going to move up. And my, my hope was that the Zagatron would sort of be not like a combination of a piano and guitar as I said but more just like oh wow you're doing that with that That's, we have no one's ever thought of that right in the way that I suppose a sitar on a pop song was mm. just like what the that's not yes. supposed to happen yes in and pop that, music it's very hard for anyone to do anything really new it's anymore. and maybe in the segueing as we did last time to Bowie well you've mentioned him maybe whatever else we think about the 1980s and onwards with some exceptions it was just impossible for him to surprise and to lead a wave. And so we just all thought, oh, can you do that thing that nobody's ever thought? Oh, you still, oh, you've lost that ability to do yeah, the thing. lost that ability. That sort of makes us think, wow, what? Yeah, that's I'm partly because he, by he did so much in the 70s. Yeah, no, it's not a... But talking about 1980, hmm. I do have a thing that I wanted to talk to you okay. about, which perhaps relates to what you're saying in a way, uh, certainly in terms of putting sitars on, on, on yes. a song, which is... I read in my reading of Bowie news. I'm letting light in on magic here. Mm, I just look up Bowie and I Googled news about Bowie, who continues to have news about him despite being dead. Yeah. Mark Chapman, the killer of John Lennon, Bowie was next on his hit list. And Bowie talked about this in an interview. Wow. Now, what interests me about it, it's a very serious interview in which Bowie talks very movingly about his friendship with John Lennon Mm. and about how frightening that was to discover that. Mm. But I wonder how frightened he should have been because I don't know if you could have killed John Lennon Mm. and then got away with it and then gone, right, now David Bowie's turn. I really think you'd have to be an extraordinary assassin to be able to do that. I mean, you'd have to be, for a start, you'd have to be a professional assassin, which is it's quite unlikely that John Lennon would have been killed by yes. a professional hitman. Not impossible, because okay. he was on the CIA's notice board. Well, except, so, but <laughs> they're a bit more they're a bit more cloak and dagger now, I think, aren't they? <laughs> they, they, don't used have to, they used to be in every now. Starbucks on the community board. <laughs> yeah. um, but my point is. He was likely to be killed by a mad bloke. That's the sort of person who kills John Lennon, of right? Course. And he but, walks up to him outside yeah. the Dakota building yeah. and tragically just shoots him because really yeah. he wants the notoriety That's of right. being killed killing John Lennon. So the idea that, oh, I'm going to get away with this, having done that kind of murder of one of the most famous people in the world, so I'll put... I better drop a list for the next yeah. person. Even that, by the way, gives it too much rational, doesn't it? He wanted the notoriety. He's just mad, right? Yes, but, he but was I mad. To- I, but I, I would say probably subconsciously he yeah. wanted the notoriety. But I suppose probably. if, I mean, the the killing of John Lennon is a great tragedy, so we're not suggesting it wasn't for a minute. But if, uh, so I suppose what I could think is, I'll buy, go to America, I'll buy a gun mm-hmm. or something, and all I want to do is, is assassinate celebrities... Mm-hmm. I think the thing, probably the most important thing to do is, well, not do what Mark Chapman, just stand there and wait for the police, because he's literally waited around to be arrested and all that, Uh, is what? Get in a car, go quite quickly past 
places where you know they're going to hang out and 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 assassinate them and just disappear. You yeah. probably get two or three under your belt. Do you think? I think you get two or three under your belt. I don't think so. I think if you kill John Lennon, unless you're, as I say, an incredible professional, yeah, but what if you just hitman, drive past really quickly? And no one even. Yeah, but then you'd have you. to. You'd have to have an incredible. I mean, you know, as I agree. Look, we should say again, mm. terrible tragedy. So we shouldn't really be talking about this. But nonetheless, I think it's okay to imagine. You'd have to have an incredible night, right? Where basically, oh, you want to do it all jo- in one night? Well, you couldn't. Have, yeah, it's not what you're saying. You drive past. I it's suppose- a huge drive-by shooting. I mean, Live Aid would have been great for you. Yeah, assassin. that's true. If yeah, you somehow been... got into yeah, Wembley yeah. in Live Aid and you've got a gun, yeah. yes, then you could have killed yeah. a lot of them. Yeah. But just on one night, you're unlikely mm. to find mm. John Lennon and no, then David Bowie. No, that's true. And then whoever was next. Who do you think was next on his hit list? Do you know what I was thinking of? Because, I mean, it's very good, really, like top rock stars we're talking about. I wonder well, if I like, his quality control fell off after David Bowie and he was interested in what? mid-year. <laughs> well... The guy who might put the guy from Flock of Seagulls yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. must look him up when Google's invented. Um, trying to think when I've been in a position where I could have assassinated someone because we both know, you know, well, you are famous, but famous people. You know, that, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about when have I just accidentally found myself about to kill someone? No, <laughs> in a situation where I could. And I'm I was in a restaurant in LA with El, the table next to us, Elton John. Ozzy Osbourne and oh. Sharon and someone else who I didn't recognise. Sharon I probably Osborne. would have spared him. Sharon Osbourne. Yes, sorry, Sharon. You said Sharon as if no, like, that's because just I said Ozzy Osbourne. Yes, I know. Show. And then someone who I would have spared because I didn't recognise them. Right. That you know. So yeah, I can't believe you've never mentioned this before. Well, you, you the truth had is, dinner with Elton and no, Ozzy next no, to them. Next year, but did you think about going over? Uh, yeah, in I definitely w- thought about going over. Yeah, in the way that obviously we know you have done, I've gone been- over with Paul McCartney when you yeah. were on a plane with him. I didn't have a Paul moment. I remember... If we it had right- been Paul, you would have gone, right? I'd, so I think restaurants You might have different. said, you remember me from the plane? <laughs> I, think, I think restaurants are different. That feels really... Oddly, even though they're very open, mm. I, I mean, the, ty- the only person I think I've gone up to in a restaurant mm. and, and said something was... Pippa, my wife and I were having dinner at um, an Italian restaurant in London and two or three tables away were probably the most famous couple in the world. Well, OK, no. But when? We, when was this? 19, 2000, early 2000s, mid 2000s. It was 19 a minute ago. Yeah, early no, I think t- I was... Early um, 2000s, the most famous Yeah, I mean, they're still, I'd say they're still one of the most famous couples in the world, but I don't think you'll get it because there's obviously lots of famous couples. Well, they're still a couple. Yes, they're still a couple, and they're still the most famous couple in the world. I would say the most famous couple in the world are Kanye yeah. West and Kim Kardashian, uh, okay. and it wasn't it, them. It's not them. Yeah, uh, but they are in the same sort of universe as them. Okay, so they're rock star. Yeah, well, sort of model. It wasn't yeah. Bowie and Imam. No, they're both in music. Okay, they're well, they American. Uh, they're American. Okay, they're literally massively famous. They're in. I mean, I think older people would they call work them rap. together. Uh, they rap. They're rappers. Yeah, I mean, I mean, kind. I mean, they're bigger than that, but I mean, that seems to Beyonce and Jay Z. Yes. All oh, right. I try, you know, the only thing that confused me there was two thousands. I would have said them, but I just it, didn't. I it, wouldn't have thought of them in early two thousands as the biggest. I'm ever well, so the, the next night. Jay Z was going to play Glastonbury. So when was that? Oh, so that, that wasn't that long ago. Oh, oh, maybe, it doesn't okay. feel like that long ago. No, maybe it, maybe it's ten years. Seven. Okay, so fine. So, so Jay Z and um, they are having Beyonce. they are having dinner. Yeah. Two or three tables away, and. Obviously, what restaurant is this? This is called Locanda Locatelli. In fact, uh, right, Giorgio oh, Locatelli, Locatelli, a celebrity chef, yeah, I yeah, suppose. Yeah. And so we're having dinner in there. 
And at the beginning, I'm just we're just thinking that's it's wonderful, to, you know, they're, they're they're mega stars and isn't that interesting and all the rest of it. And then obviously, I have a couple of glasses of wine. I'm thinking I'm definitely going to say something. That would be so brilliant if you had, <laughs> just particularly to them, because I think of them as I'll be honest with you, less approachable than almost anyone that, you've, that we've I couldn't agree more. Possibly Kanye and, and Kim, I did not but certainly like Paul McCartney or people who you might. I, I think of them as quite hard to approach. Yeah, definitely, and I and I, and I was under no illusion as to what the challenge here was because as you say they're not but they are having dinner in a restaurant and of course as a member of the public you sort of slightly think well they're not hiding away Mm. and so it's okay for me slightly drunk to go up and interrupt their dinner I'd say tipsy right because I wasn't I wouldn't say drunk I'd maybe a couple of glasses of wine and I I never say tipsy but no but when I I get over I wasn't sort of staggering and yeah well, it doesn't matter, does it, whether I was staggering or not? I have been drunk before. Yeah, I wasn't it does matter because I think if you're going to approach Jay-Z and you're actually staggering and drunk, he might kill you. Well, I wasn't staggering and drunk. That's the main, you know, and I, but I did feel a bit more confident than I would have done if I hadn't had a drink. Right, okay. And what I realise is we're about to finish and go and I can see that the key moment is that I can see that to get out of the restaurant, we have to go past their table. Right. And so I was sort of thinking... Might this is well. now going to happen. It's the moment where you say something. Something's going to be said. Did you think, mm. I'm going to just say something, or I'm going to slightly contrive a moment? Because what you could have done that's interesting. was like slightly bump <laughs> into their table. Well, wow, that's say, high risk. Say, yes, it is high risk. But, but say, sorry, oh, wow. You know, right. Jay. Do you call him Jay or <laughs> Z? I'm not sure. Jay, Z, you know, yeah. you know, Beyonce, you know, lovely to see you. Like You could just do that if you'd bumped into their table. Well, I don't. I honestly don't think that's. I would have the. I would really worry about pulling that off and it looking shit. Shit. Yeah. So I discounted that. I didn't okay. even think. Did it, you think about, I didn't even think about that. Okay. I thought, and I was really clear in my mind that I must not linger in any shape or form. Yeah. So and I. So think what was is, your plan? You, okay. Well, my plan. It was all. This is all happening in split seconds. Right. So was, I was going running on instinct. Yeah. And I don't think it was very pre-planned, but I two things. One is I made sure, it doesn't really work, that my body language was such that it was clear I was going to continue moving. Right. So I didn't stand... So whatever you were going to say, it was a... It was going to be It was a hit and run. It was a hit and run, exactly. I think that's a good way of putting it. So I was really clear to sort of be... Like, I'm angling in front of you here, but it was obvious I was... My body body was going out the door, not zoning in on them. Okay. I mean, that in itself is slight... I mean, I get why you would do that, but I don't know what it is that you could say in that time. I can tell you. Right. I will tell you. Okay. In the next podcast. No. <laughs> no, don't. <laughs> just tell me now. One after that? <laughs> I just want to know. <laughs> I said, no, I didn't say... I mean, what I said was pretty obvious. No, like, you I said think something. You actually did yes, say something. Oh. You'll kick yourself. It's so obvious what you should say. Remember. Did you have a nice evening? No. He's playing Glastonbury the next day. Oh, right. So what I actually said was... And this, Good I felt, made me feel a bit professional because yeah. I'm. it's not about how famous you are. And I said, probably something like, I don't mean to interrupt. Something you like actually, that. If you're, mo- I don't know how slow you were moving or fast, <laughs> but if you're going to go for I don't mean to interrupt, yeah. you have to stop. If you're just going to go, good luck at Glastonbury, yeah, and, no, and out okay. the door, it then wasn't you don't. That. It wasn't that. It was more the former. I definitely, but I think my body was angled. Like I dropped my shoulder, like a sort of... What, like you were trying to get past him at a <laughs> yeah, football match? But in a way, to show that, don't worry... My centre of gravity is <laughs> taking yeah. me out the door. <laughs> yeah, don't worry, Jay-Z. I'm not sitting down at your table yeah. okay. kind of thing. Yeah. And I said, I don't know if I would have said, sorry, I don't mean to interrupt, but let's say I said that. It was something like that, just a little... Right. 
placeholder. And I said, I just wanted to wish you all the best for playing Glastonbury tomorrow. Right, right. And what did he say? And he said, I can't do it, it was so brilliant. He said, almost like a prayer, he put his hand, thank you, man. Oh. Like that. That's nice. Thank, it was really nice. Yeah. And, and Beyonce said, fuck off. She, I think <laughs> she might have said, I felt like they were both, she said thank you as well, okay. you know. Uh, I said, well, I didn't mean you, he's doing it. No. <laughs> and I then, I mean, this is all absolutely in the heat of the moment. Oh, so, said, you, so having having done well, no, having done well, but I've not. I wasn't imagine if you you thought, well, I'm not going to get anything, but yeah, whatever, or even not even anything. Having got a proper yeah. response, yeah, like a nice response, you'd think that you'd be think, enough. oh, now I'm going to sit down. Now I'm going to sit down and, and chat. <laughs> <laughs> imagine that. Imagine Actually, if you'd, you'd completely misinterpreted that, his politeness, yeah. and yeah. you thought. We're mates. No, best if I sat down and then just flicked for the waiter, yeah. another bottle of wine. <laughs> it's good. I'm going to be a couple of hours. Yeah. I actually said, it sounds bad that I said this. I, I can't really believe I said that, but I know I did say this. I said, I mean, this is ridiculous, as if I've played How it. bad is it? You say, it's, it's such, quite it's such a shame they've not gone for a proper rock star. <laughs> Because there was a no, lot, of, that, there was a lot said, of people being stupid about that. This is quite a rubbish spinal tap type thing to say. I said... They're a great crowd. <laughs> Which is well, like you'd played it. Yeah, totally. Or like somehow I don't worry. Okay. And I think what I was trying to say was... Do you think he, think he looked at you again? And no, thought, oh, he Maybe good. it's Phil Collins. He... <laughs> Not that Phil Collins has ever played Glastonbury, as it happens. I think what I was trying to tap into... He was the pop star I thought of as a little like you. Right. By the way, yeah. No, no, it was either that or Jacko from Brushstrokes, so yeah. I get it. What I was trying to tap into was there was a lot. Do you remember there was a lot of controversy about Jay Z? Yes, that's what I was saying. Yeah. Is that a lot of quite annoying was, people? Right, annoying said, people said, said he shouldn't be playing because right. he's not like a big right. white rock star, basically. basically. And I think what I was trying to say is it's brilliant you're doing it and it'll it'll go really well. Yeah, you know, which but I didn't say that. I said they're a great crowd. Yeah, and I he said, sorry, quite a long conversation. And she said, I can't believe you kept this from me. No, no. What I remember now is this is when she spoke and she said, we're really excited. Right, and that's when I that means left. that means leave. Well, I did leave. I don't know if it meant leave, but I, I think that means leave. I think that's her drawing a line on the conversation in a very nice way. Yeah, saying yeah, we're really excited. But I'd like to give myself some credit, which is I was inviting them to end the conversation. I wasn't. Yeah, they're a great crowd. <laughs> you said they're a great crowd because I wonder if they after you went, they thought, oh, well, maybe he's like someone who played Glastonbury, but we and we didn't, we didn't. Perhaps yeah. they felt bad. It's almost like thought, I'm saying they're a great they crowd. Thought, Trust me. Maybe he's like in the, in. David Bowie's band. Yeah. Does he? Although does David he, Bowie, I mean, he played it in 2000, of course. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think they thought about me after I'd left. No. I think. <laughs> Maybe for a second. But is the assumption there, okay, that bloke's been to Glastonbury, that's what he means? Because they're a great crowd isn't something I think that you would naturally say if you'd just been in an audience. That's something yeah. that you say as an artist. I, I say it if I'm playing a comedy right, club. Right. And I say, oh, yeah, it's a great room. It's whatever, you know, That's you'll be all well, right there. I hope they didn't think that because that is quite partridge because I, yeah. I hope they didn't think you, that's what I... Can I be honest with you? <laughs> the whole thing partridge. is a little partridge. It's a little partridge. But... They're a great crowd. If, <laughs> if Jay-Z is writing an autobiography... Yeah, I don't think it'll be in it. No, I don't think it's in the... I definitely don't think it'd be in it. But if the publisher said, look, the thing that really works here is the whole Glastonbury story. What else can you remember? <laughs> I don't think I'd even be in the next draft. No. Or maybe the one after. But if they kept saying, you just need a little bit more, <laughs> little more. on what happened. <laughs> and he she, really thinks back. She might say, actually, <laughs> we were in Locanda Locatelli and yeah. the guy, and that's when we knew. Yeah. And actually, maybe Jay-Z could say, 
and he'd be making it up, but just because his publisher wants more gear yeah. about Glastonbury, yeah. he'd be completely making it up, yeah. but he can make a story, a bit like we talked about in the last one, about how you yeah. sort of like talk stuff up. Yeah. I was really nervous about playing yeah, Glastonbury. Right. You know, we'd gone out for yeah. dinner beforehand. I was talking to Bay. Is that, yeah. is that what he calls uh, her? Bay. I, yeah, let's say. Yeah. yeah, I was talking to Bay about how yeah. we, I, you know, is it going to work? There's been a lot of yeah. controversy. I don't know. You know, I've never played a, a, a festival in Britain mm. this size. Is it going to mm. go well? And she was, she was, she couldn't mm. like find a way of reassuring right. me. Then this guy, yeah, Phil Collins, Phil Collins came up to me and said, "They're a great crowd," and I, that was it. I knew they would be. I admit that would be draft 100, you yeah. know, but it could get in. Yeah. What if he said? If he said, "I thought he was a waiter." <laughs> well. And I, I was think quite if it, if annoyed it makes it because in, my, what's an Italian dessert? Tiramisu. Tiramisu. My tiramisu hadn't appeared and I was about to say, can you go get it? And then I realised it was just a fan. I think if it gets in, it gets in as Phil Collins. And then I write a totally respectful note to Harper Collins and say, look, no big deal, but it was me. Yeah. My name's Timmy. And then in the next edition, yeah. they say, correction, it wasn't Phil Collins, it, <laughs> it was, was Tim Hinks. It was Tim Hinks. And so I'm a, yeah. I, so I'm a long way, you know. I, yeah, it's uh, a great down, story. But, but I'm in. I have my own, but it's nothing like as good. <laughs> so it's a bit weird to follow it. Right. You know, really, I should have told you this story. Okay. And then you should have told me the right. Beyonce Jay-Z story, which is great. Uh, but um, the only rock star I've bumped into in a restaurant, I think a probably, well, that's a lie. Uh, I, I once had dinner in quite a similar way at the River Cafe, and Ronnie and Joe Wood were having oh, that's dinner. Oh, good, yeah. Well, it wasn't that good, because they weren't speaking to each other, and they split up soon afterwards. Not so good. Not yeah. so good. Um, although, obviously, you see lots of old couples, and that's I'm good. afraid I'm going to call them not speaking to each other at dinner in restaurants. Which is not necessarily a bad thing. Not necessarily a bad mean? thing. Could mean they're just happy being silent yeah. with each other. Yes, that's true. Uh, I was in a sushi place in Los Angeles, and Chris Martin was just yeah. leaving of Coldplay. And... He said hello. We'd never met, but he said hello, and I said hello, and it was nice to meet him. Uh, and then he said, come and see us. We're playing oh. here, not at the sushi restaurant. That would have been a small <laughs> venue for Coldplay. We're playing here in L.A. tomorrow. Wow. And I couldn't go because I was leaving the next day. So I just said, no, I can't. We're leaving. And he said, um, no, come, come. It'll be great. And he was quite wow. keen that I should come. And then he said... So this I remember is, this? This is a bit... Roughly... This is like, like eight years ago. Okay. Actually, no, it wasn't eight years ago. Was it when... when me and Mom when I got married, so that was 2015. It was like yeah, maybe only five years ago. Okay. So five years ago. And he was quite keen that I should come. I mean, a slightly kind of like, I don't think he was that bothered, but slightly sort of no, like, he, like, I'm, you know, we're in I'm enjoying the fact out. he sort of came back and said, no, no, you must come. Yeah, he did. And yeah. then he said, he said, come on, you really want to see us. We're the ninth best band in the world. Right? Wow. And it was indicative way. It's not as funny as your story, but it is indicative That's way of who Chris Martin is. Yeah. Which is, he's the self-deprecating rock yeah. star, isn't he? Yeah. He's the slightly all, ironically self-deprecating guy next door rock star in that it's like who would uh, I can't really think of a rock star who would have said that. Like Ozzy Osbourne in his prime would not have said that no. about Black Sabbath or but Do you think Jay-Z would not have said I'm the ninth best rapper in the world no. when you said, you know. But do you think Cuz he, he was, might have said come to Glastonbury if they're such a great crowd and you said oh, I can't come I've, you know, got but, stuff to do in was London. It, was and it, he wouldn't have said well come on I'm the ninth best no, rapper in the world. No. But was it because you're a comedian? Was he doing a bit of, oh, I'm going to tell you, a, I'm going to be jokey with you, do you think, as well? Um, like, here's I something. I don't think especially. I mean, a bit, possibly. Mm, but I think, mm. no, he might, you know, mm. I might have been uh, a television presenter. Yeah. Because uh, we didn't know each, we only knew yeah. each other of both being known. How do you so, think it, in, in your heightened circles and th- examples like that, how, if you'd have said, oh, yeah, 
we we'd love to because you happen to be around. Oh, yeah. What would happen next? Well, I'll tell you what would have been complicated. How would the tickets work? Well, that would have been complicated yeah. because without question, I would have thought, well, now you've invited me, Chris, and also yeah. my family who are all here, you're going to have to stump up free tickets. Yeah, well, well that's what I it meant, though, right? I would definitely have thought that. He didn't would... mean, like, go online and get tickets would be great for you, did he? Yeah, well, no, I don't think so. But he was just leaving the restaurant, so it would have been quite awkward. That's what I mean. How would to you... To say, right, so should I get in touch with yeah. your PA or the record yeah. company or the venue? I mean, how, how is this going to work? That's what I mean. That, I, I... that would have been complicated, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, that, yeah, no, I... Because there's what... no question being me, because Morwenna would have been, you know, mortified hmm. if I'd done this, but I would have done it hmm. if I'd said, right, well, where should we get the free tickets from, essentially? Hmm. Yeah. Chris. Yeah, and then I think... I might I, I, even... Because if there'd been some embarrassment about that, if he said, oh, blah, 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 I'm like, not sure, I'd have gone, well, look, come on, you're only the ninth best band in the world. Exactly. It's not like you're the seventh best band in the world. Yeah. I'll pay for them. You would have had to... It would have been difficult. You would have had to say, this is the person you call... I mean, actually, it's unthinkable. So maybe he was yeah. just throwing it out there and he didn't really mean... I don't mean that he was being uh, tricky, but it was just a nice thing to say to you. No, I, I don't know. Yeah. And we will, may never know no. whether Chris Martin meant it that we should come and see him. But he did keep going. Otherwise, he wouldn't have said, we're the, like, come That's on, we're I mean. the ninth yeah. best band in yeah. the world. But that might have been just part of like the comedy That's, of it, from yeah. in, in his point of view. Yeah. Of, like David Baddiel said no. I've said to him, come and see us, we're playing in LA yes. tomorrow. David Baddiel said no. Yeah. But I, it was because we were leaving. I probably Had we been in Los Angeles for another night, I would definitely have gone and seen yes. Coldplay. To your point that you know couples not talking, yeah. you know, can mean it's Joe and Ronnie Wood and, and, and tragically and sadly they, they're on, you know, they're splitting up. Yeah. It can also mean is it like utterly comfortable and and rather beautiful and, you know, yes. just, just, just yes, a piece. very comfortable in each other's sight. And, and there's a restaurant in North London called Lamonia, which is a Greek, lovely Greek restaurant. And I was in there again with Pippa, my wife. Well, that's okay. You're saying that like that's surprising, but quite often no, I was thinking, the most likely person you'll be in a restaurant yeah, with will be your in, wife. I was with Pippa and... Next to us, and I'm sure you've been there. The tables are quite close there. together. You know, quite so close together. Like Sometimes sort of, you're all scrunched up. Yeah, and we were. Is it hugger mugger? Are you a hugger mugger? <laughs> yeah. <weird break. laughs> yes, you were hugger mugger <laughs> with with someone from the Hair Bear Bunch. <laughs> it does seem completely ridiculous. <laughs> we were hugger mugger cheek by jowl <laughs> with Bobby Gillespie ah. out of Primal Scream. Yes, and his wife. Okay. Well, so I don't know. Anyway, his partner. Right. And I think they were there, you know, when we sat down. But basically they were, if anything, halfway through the hummus. They were at the beginning. Halfway through the hummus. They were at the beginning. <laughs> well, there's two which things is, to say there. What is the that? album before Scream Delica. <laughs> yeah. Also sounds a bit like Huggermugger. <laughs> and by the way, who says hummus? It's hummus. Sorry, hummus. Is yeah. it? It's definitely hummus. Well, sorry. Okay, hummus. Yeah. Hummus. I mean, I'm saying it with a bit of a ch. Yeah. Because I it don't. is originally, of course, a Middle Eastern dish. Of course. Yeah. He was halfway through the hummus. Yeah. So, in other words, we basically had our meals in parallel. They, they had a, it's not a race, but they had a head start. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. I thought, I bet we can catch that up. That sounded a bit like... Come on, Pippa, I bet we can yeah. catch up. It's a scale expression of it. <laughs> I, bet we, I bet we can catch this guy up. Yeah. But through the ma- entirety of the meal, th- this is why it doesn't really work on a podcast for two reasons. One is, this is what happened during the entirety of their meal. Just show me. Oh, just nothing. They didn't speak. Didn't speak. Right. I think you could have said they didn't speak. I know, but I was Rather trying to give you a this sense. This is what happened, and then leaving. I was, leaving, trying, I was trying to give you a sense of how how silent it was. Silent, right? So they're silent throughout. I guess they must have ordered it anyway, but they basically were silent. So they weren't silent during the order. 
They weren't. <laughs> they, they weren't silent. I don't. Unless think. it was like a monk's order. Maybe they'd already ordered first. Yeah. Doesn't matter, does it? No. They're inside. And so the point being, I, I'm sure we didn't say this because we were hugger mugger yeah. with them. But I remember thinking. There, that's a relation, you know, like yes, God. And I didn't over. know who his part. I don't know his partner now, but I thought maybe it's just a girlfriend. He's, you know, that he doesn't even mean that much. I thought that it's disastrous. Entirely silent. And then at the end of the meal, when they're having coffee, and we've probably caught up with them. We're having coffee. Right, it's not a race. Um, we've probably got the bill. Yeah. But this is the bit that doesn't work. Right. So I'll do it first. What happened? And then maybe say, Bobby Gillespie. Yeah. Looked at her. His partner. His not partner. Pippa. And went. Okay, so I should explain, so explain what, what Tim, Tim did there. Uh, he touched his heart, patted his heart, patted yeah. his heart, and pointed at her in a way that sounds affectionate. Sounds very like, affectionate. Like, like, I love you. I love you. It's sort of. Yeah, I mean, it might have meant. Yeah. I haven't got my wallet. Can't find it anyway. You have to pay. Or where are the Rennies? <laughs> <laughs> I suppose. Yeah. Have meant that. <laughs> I mean. Uh, some, like Frank Skinner, used to do quite a big comedy thing every time I went for a dinner with him of patting his jacket, right, meaning, right. meaning I can't find my wallet, right. you all have to pay. Um, and uh, he might have been doing that. I don't think he was doing that. He, he he might even have done that, by the way. Actually, no, I think he did that. Okay, so you just know what to explain, explain uh, Tim is now making it's, his hand into a fist, yeah, it's, bending his arm at the elbow and hitting yeah. his, not hitting, sort of tapping. So it's his, like, you're in my uh, heart, isn't it? Or my in, heart is You're your... in my heart, but it also looks a little bit like something from Star Trek. It looks like yes, something the Klingons might do yeah, as their symbol does. of being being a Klingon. Yeah, I think <laughs> well, it could have been that. He then went... <laughs> well, that's a good that Scottish accent. It's a very good Scottish accent. It's like, did he space go space kettles? <laughs> space kettles are good. Yeah. And, and pointed at her. In other words, the most loving gesture and then they sort of left and i thought wow that's utterly beautiful so well not utterly beautiful that's a bit strong but i thought oh very affectionate they're obviously what we don't know of course is whether or not his girlfriend is deaf and and they communicate by sign language which Uh, perhaps they have been doing throughout the meal and you just didn't by the way oh i see no they weren't communicating by sign language. i would spot (laughs) yeah so even if she was deaf it was still a loving yeah gesture and so i thought you just can't tell when people are comfortable and you know yeah, I mean... Do you want to do it now? What? Just, Just see, see if we're comfortable. I, I'd like to do that. I think it wouldn't be great for the list. Well, let's try. No, I'm not comfortable <laughs> with it. I'm not comfortable with it, partly because your face is making me laugh, <laughs> and partly because people have to listen to this. Right. I mean, not many of them, yeah, but, I think but they, the ones who do, yeah. you know, I don't know that we can sit here in silence. I mean, it's pushing the envelope, pushing the podcast envelope. <laughs> I think it's just it's just it's an affectionate gesture, and if you're not willing to, you know, if you're, you know, rejecting it, we've we've got I'm work rejecting. to do. I'm not rejecting you. <laughs> I'm rejecting you know. We do. I mean, I don't think Bobby Gillespie and his partner. Yeah. I mean, no one was listening to them apart from you. No. Be silent. Yeah. No. We we it was striking how how much it looked. I I couldn't believe he wasn't scurrying to finish and get the bill. It looked so awkward. Yeah. I mean, and it turns out. I mean, to be honest, with you, some of Bobby Gillespie's singing and some of his yeah. opinions. May his opinions have been slightly odd recently. Yeah, may have led yeah. that his girlfriend, straight wife, to say, "You know what? I think it might be better if you don't talk. We'll have dinner, <laughs> but only if it's inside." Yeah, let's, let's not talk. Let's see how that works out. And do see, not... if, we, if we're close enough to just hang out in silence, Bobby. I mean, it's nothing to do with oh. things you've said recently. No, don't think that. Just let's see if we, as a couple, can hang out in silence. And do not ruin it by asking for the indigestion tablets at the end, because then we're inside, finished. Inside language. <laughs> I feel we've come to an end. 
No, I was just thinking. I, Perhaps I mean, on a slightly for us slightly not somber note, but just sort of like I think it's somber. We just I sort think, of come think... to rest, haven't we? <laughs> <laughs> At the end of that story. <laughs> So we'll see you for another. It did seem to be a hard stop somehow. I don't know why that is. So good night. God bless. (laughs) And thank you for goodbye. (laughs) Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.